0: interview with dr shannon bruce Ramke, the head of itis 2020 2021 a teacher mother traveler world citizen a learner and much more in this interview she answers our questions talk about her experience in the netherlands and in itis as well as other countries and also she shared with us some of her more vulnerable stories and advice It was truly a pleasure having this interview in a rainy, cloudy Dutch summer afternoon over a cup of Chinese rose tea in my little metal container student house. Such a
1: pleasure. I never would have thought such a box home had so much character. (laughs) Thank you. Really.
0: Dr. Shannon reflect with us on her experience during the past year, about her role in ITES and about living in the Netherlands.
1: So you know, I've looked back over my CV and you know that I'm interviewing these days. So I'm having this uh, really long perspective of my career and trying to synthesize things. And I would say, I really came to ITES because I was attracted to the vision and as I shared in my kind of goodbye party, is that I really believe that the students who are in our program and the concept of ITAS, um, that there's so much potential. Um, I really believe like scientists uh, can earn a science degree and they can move around the world and be of service in science and research I would love to see the same for teachers and you know uh, coming from all of my own experience I would say I learned about cultures the hard way and um, this program really makes you reflect deeply on your own beliefs, your own values, your own challenges and then um, you get to apply it in that practice. So. It's really a great design of a program and I was willing to kind of risk everything to come for a year. You know, the Netherlands is a really fair place to be. It's a modern society and I underestimated the complexities. And, and at the same time, um, you know, programs go through changes. Um, sometimes there's not a lot of funding. Um, I knew it was a developing program. So I knew there were going to be risks and um, I'm actually, I think the next stage of ITAS is it needs someone who is really in tune with the university very closely. So I I, I think it's a good decision. Um, I hope that everything we've done this year somehow can be integrated and not forgotten or lost. I am thrilled about the work that we've done together. And um, I also don't think everyone is aware of all the work that we've done. I think in ITES, as in all international teaching programs, it's always, there's always room for improvement. Always. If this program was nine years, ten years, like ITES, there's always room for improvement. And things will change. The world changes. Edu- and, as education is fitting the needs of society and this big vision it will change so um no i'm really thrilled about what we've done this year your your footprint my footprint will be with all the students who go to these schools and have experiences you know and then i will follow up with those heads of school and say hey do you know micah you know is he is he as good as you think he is and um so, yeah, I feel like I've left a footprint.
0: So, do you think we can expect the new book to be A Woman Break Free in the Netherlands? <laughs> 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 oh, the title would not be as fitting this time?
1: <laughs> wow, that's a really amazing question. Um, so, you know, I feel so at home on the bicycle here. And I think it's so brilliant, the pathways, and I love the transportation system here. Um, Overall, I love the design of the Netherlands. Um, It's just like, in my opinion, everything seems to kind of have its place and work. And people have a place and it works. And you know, when I first came, everything was so organized and tame that I thought we were, like, in the Truman Show. And I wondered whether, whether it was real. <laughs> you know, so you, you look at the beautiful flowers, and you think, is that real? <laughs> right? And so um, I think it took me about six months to just kind of relax. And sometimes I thought maybe I was getting over, like, a post-traumatic stress of living in countries where I often didn't feel that safe so yeah the safety that i feel here riding a bike at night alone in crazy places where i've never even been you know using only my gps um so there's a way to be adventurous here you know uh once you kind of settle and and i find it's on the bike
0: <laughs> although dr shannon has been really enjoying the netherlands she also described it as her biggest culture shock which was rather surprising to me.
1: You know, I have to say, it it could be just because I'm here now, but I feel like it's been the Netherlands. Oh, really? So, you know, um, I'm forgetting the name of the researcher who says that culture is like an iceberg, where there's um, the deep culture is below the surface, and the culture you see on the top is only a little piece, right? Mm And um, so when I, when I com- came to the Netherlands, I thought, I'm white-skinned, I'm not as tall as the Dutch woman, but I'm not extremely short, <laughs> right? <laughs> I felt visually like I would fit in, and, um, and yet you find there are so many, so many differences. And um, I'm still kind of exploring, you know, what is similar, what is different. There's just a lot, a lot of experiences I've had that I still, I need time to, to kind of synthesize it and integrate it. I'm grateful that I've been able to travel pre- peacefully and be of service in different countries. I'm really grateful. Um, it hasn't been easy. You know, and um, I think I'm just always wanting to learn more about others and about myself. So, yeah, um, I'm really, I think there are some good things. I, what I'm most proud about is um, the culture of our community of, of students that I think this year has come about and I think, I hope, that that will continue, that you'll continue to bridge and communicate with each other and meet in small groups and you know, that's what I feel most proud about.
0: I believe that Dr. Shannon, during her work in ITIS, was able to balance between her work and connecting with us, the students, personally. So aside from professional life, who is Shannon Bruce Ramka?
1: So, uh, you know about this first book that I wrote, and and that was a memoir, um, Breaking Free in Zambia, Tales of a Western Woman. I would actually like to write another book now, um, and I think I would answer that question in, in a little bit more of a philosophical way now. Um, I think one of the benefits of living in different countries, meeting new friends, going through so many traditions, is that... You question, you can question, if you're an open-minded person, you can question everything. You can question. So I feel like I have done deep soul searching of who I am. And um, I do think of myself as a global citizen. Um, Today I, I told someone that it means, you know, belonging everywhere and nowhere. And um, I think I like helping others um, through the hard spots of this. So um, one of the reasons I was attracted to students trying to help this year was because I think with a little bit of connection and guidance with someone who has gone before, you can grow more quickly, you can avoid some painful places you know, um, I'm a really creative person, so you know, like I really connected with what you said you like doing things with your hand. Mm-hmm. you know, I love doing things with my hand. love connecting people. Um, I'm a genuinely empathetic person um, and um curious. So I guess when you, when you put those combinations together, you know, really a desire to understand people, the, the meaning of life, um, and wanting to help in the process of learning, the process of growth, maybe even the process of e- easing pain in some way. You know, so even in that book, I share a lot of personal stories um, I follow a lot of writers these days who share a lot of personal stories. Um, one of my favorites is Brené Brown, *The Gifts of Imperfection*. And Glennon Doyle writes several different books, and you know she says it's like courageous vulnerability. But I think in this, I think we don't make friends until we can be vulnerable. And um, so uh, we can start with little bits of vulnerability when someone is worthy, you know, of sharing something important. Um, but I think this year, I think that is that that is what happened. Um, I think maybe the people I made strong connections with knew that I was sincere.
0: Here, Dr. Shannon shared with us some of her early struggles in life. The challenges she had to overcome, the challenges she is dealing with today, and some of her strategies to deal with them.
1: So you might not believe this, but um, as a young child, I had a speech problem. And so I actually had a lisp and I couldn't talk uh, very well. I was terrified of talking to audiences. I was very, very shy. Um, And I was in four first grades. So my family moved a lot. My dad was looking for a job. He was an organic chemist, PhD, also looking for a job. And um, we moved from Kentucky to Canada, to Massachusetts, to North Carolina. And I'm lucky I learned to read I'm lucky. I learned to talk. Those early years were really, really difficult. And um, somewhere around like age ten, I, I actually, I stayed in my bedroom for weeks and would not go out of my bedroom. Wow. And. Um, I remember having like anxiety attacks, telling my mom that I thought I was going to die, I was praying the rosary, Um, just really difficult time. And somewhere, something inside of me wanted to break free of that anxiety. And so I can say, honestly, my whole life has been about um, trying to break free of that and there's a way... I always felt like Eleanor Roosevelt could understand a little bit um, her quote. You gain courage, strength, and confidence every time you face your fears. You must do the things you think you cannot. And um, so what happens when you use a growth mindset is, you know, you start looking at every moment and all those places you feel uncomfortable or you feel shy. And... Um, no so it's really interesting but i mean i would say the last couple months um, have been really very difficult and i have been reading a lot of motivational books um, listening uh, to books meditating walking a lot doing everything i can to uh, take care of my mental health because really it just feels like that's where it all starts and and your mental, emotional, spiritual health. Yeah, well, I feel like um, I'm feeling really grateful and inspired. I'm gra- glad that you have started this podcast. And, you know, I have to say, as I said, these last months have not been easy at all. And um, it is amazing what a community can do to support you. You know, you can find the higher road, you know, the growth mindset, You really can, with support around you.
0: Things might not have always been easy. However, Dr. Shannon is able to maintain a positive attitude and a belief in a community and a sense of adventure. Here, Dr. Shannon also shared with us one of her funny stories working abroad.
1: So I was at this infamous school Mm -hmm. and um, there were a lot of regulations by the local ministry. And um, I was told that the inspectors were coming, and that I needed to be moved out of my office by the next morning, and that I need not I needed to carry on the duties of my job, but that I didn't exist, that my job did not my role didn't exist, I didn't exist, but just keep doing your job. Wow and Now, what's crazy is, I think if somebody asked me now to do that, this would have been five years ago, I think I could handle this with panache, okay? So this just tells you the life of the international uh, educator. It's just always a bit of a shock. And then once you assimilate the shock and you find ways to work with it, well, then you get the next one. (laughs) But what was what they told me uh, in that time when I was really stressed out about it. I was talking with some of the other teachers, and they said, oh, Shannon, don't worry about it. You know, last year, two years ago, when the inspectors came, we had students jumping out of the windows. And I said, what do you mean? They said, so you could only have internationals on one side of the hall, and local students in the other. They couldn't mix, and we had to lock the door, so people couldn't get through. Wow. And so, (laughs) You know, so when you're in an interview and you have a chance to ask these questions, you know, you might ask questions like, well, what is the impact of the Ministry of Education on your international (laughs) program?
0: (laughs) You might have already noticed, but Dr. Shannon is a great storyteller. And our conversation went on for much longer. And they were an absolute delight. Unfortunately, however, this interview with Dr. Shannon must come to an end now. But me and ITIS community maintain connections, and we are looking forward to hear more about her adventures. Thank you, Dr. Shannon, for being with us and for enriching our program. I would like to also thank the ITIS students for organizing Dr. Shannon's Goodbye Party, and also thank Matthew and Laura and other students for sending questions to Dr. Shannon. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I'll see you next episode.
1: Everything is impermanent the ground we walk on is impermanent and so it's really the art is getting to be comfortable with impermanence and really having joy in the process and the now and the times that we have together. It really is that.
0: The 80s Well podcast aims to include the views, opinions, and statements of all guests, students, and faculty members who choose to participate. These statements may contain strong language. Audience discussion is advised. Follow us on Instagram for more updates, check our website page, and subscribe for more podcasts. Thank you for listening.